Welcome to Yoga Wisdom, questions about how to live your yoga in daily life, answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Satchidananda. See, I was about to say something about the head and the heart. In the heart you see he, he and his art. Eh? And the head, what do you see? He and his ad. Hmm? Isn't it? So wherever there is simple, nothing but ad, there is head only. So don't trust all these ads. Hmm? Hmm? The ad is nothing but the outcome of the head. He advertises everything with head, but he really paints his heart out of heart. Hmm? Hmm? So let us use our heart more. Hmm? The head just can just follow the heart, but never to lead the heart. Hmm? <coughs> Swamiji, I would like to understand surrender better. Are there different steps I can take or ways I can prepare myself to make surrender more complete? Well, The attitude of humility and surrendering comes only when you realize how small you are and how big the other one is to whom you want to surrender. And the main purpose behind surrendering is not to lose yourself completely, but to get everything that the other one would have. Because that is the only way to receive. If you want to receive, You have to go below the person who gives you. It's always, you can see the difference between the giving hand and the receiving hand. The receiving hand goes under and the giving hand gives from above. Scientifically, knowledge flows like any other energy, nature's energy, liquid, for example, current, for example. Liquid flows from higher level to the lower level. If one empty pot 
wants to receive some of the liquid from the full pot you put a siphon connection and then the empty pot should stay below if by any chance the empty pot goes up what happens there's no siphoning it stops it might probably even turn the other way around so you stay below until it comes to the same level then you become equal then there's no need for any flow this way or that way you got everything what the other had so it's in the same way when you bow down and when you give in to somebody you are really receiving all that the other person could can could give you and in the spiritual sense the biggest block that is in your way from receiving anything from other person is your ego i know it that i feeling is the ego that blocks that is the biggest and the basic veil between the higher self and the lower self so the entire process of spiritual sadhana is to eliminate that ego once that ego becomes clean then it doesn't stop the flow of the consciousness from the higher self to the lower self and the best way to clean the ego is to surrender yourself you cannot surrender unless you have cleaned your ego sometimes we see such expressions which make others feel as feel that you are surrendering like falling down bowing down but it can be a mere act unless you feel that you are just doing it spontaneously without any ego sense so the question here is probably then how can i do it i have ego so if i bow down and say i surrender to you and still i have ego does it make any sense is it useful in a way yes because the very act of bowing down itself 
would help you in cleaning the ego. Something like you act mechanically, but you are doing something beautiful, something to clean your ego. And if you keep on doing it, you get the benefit. One day it becomes spontaneous, it becomes real. So thus you clean your ego. I say, I don't say you destroy your ego. Ego is not to be destroyed and you cannot destroy it. Even the effort that you put to destroy the ego itself is a part of ego. Hmm? Is it not? I am going to destroy my ego. Hmm? <laughs> hmm? If you don't have that incentive, that ego, you can't even work on your ego. So that means you take a nicer part of the ego. Ego is not all bad, maybe ninety percent. <laughs> the ten percent is there, good part. So the, the ten percent ego works on the ninety percent ego, which is dirty. Something like when the mother is busy, she asks the older grown-up daughter to do some washing and this and that to the little child, hmm? when there is any need to change the hmm, diapers and things like that. Hmm? She asks the grown-up child to do that. Hmm? So one child helps the other child. The same way the ten percent good ego changes the diapers of the ninety percent dirty ego. That's what, a part of your ego is taken out. And that is what the good of you, good in you, the divine in you, the other, the demonic in you. There's lot of demonic, the Asura part in you. But not all hundred percent. There's none in this whole world who is hundred percent Asuric, demonic, no. There is still potentially that divine spark. He has the ego that is very close to that true self is always clean. It can never be dirty. So you allow that little ego, good ego, to work on the bad ego. As I give the example of the dirt, that is to be cleaned from the material, from the cloth. You buy another piece of dirt. A good dirt, good smelling, well labeled, ivory. It's a piece of dirt, you buy it. And you apply it to the cloth. And the good dirt, of course, knows how to play with the old dirt. And when they sum up, somehow the, the undesirable dirt 
forgets the clinging onto the material. And the laundry man knows the right moment. He just drops it in the water and takes it out. And the clear cloth comes out, the good and bad dirt both stay in the water and they keep playing. He has no hurt, he has no hatred towards that. You say, you play it there, this is not the place for you, you just stay there. He takes the cloth out. So that's what, the good part of your mind should act on the dirty part. So all the spiritual practices and advices are given to the good part. And the good part accepts it and works on the dirty part. And then ultimately the entire ego becomes clean. Sutta Sadhvam we call it. Complete purity. Then when you are that pure, hundred percent pure, then you are not different from the higher self. You and that are the same. Then you realize that, ah, I'm just the original. Somehow I got dirty. Now I don't seem to be any, any way different from the original one. Don't we look alike? You exclaim, you tell others, see? Don't you think, don't you see that we are the same? It is in that sense the Lord Jesus said, I and my Father are the same now. Earlier I thought probably I am different. But at a certain point when I clean my ego completely, I feel that I am He, He is me. Sivoham, Shogam. So all that is possible only by surrendering. Only by putting yourself in a humble state, humility. Not that uh, you treat yourself as a kind of uh, inferior thing, inferiority complex, no. That's not. If you know the purpose behind it, you will feel still, I'm doing something right. I'm superior in doing that way. It's not a kind of inferiority complex. It is the ego, the other dirty part of ego tells you, hey, why should you go down to that level? Aren't you great? It is the dirty part of ego puts you into that level and makes you think that you are inferior by doing this. But if you ask your good part of the mind, it will say, unless I do this, I am not going to get clean. So, the, it's mainly in thinking, in understanding, in what way I'll be helped if I give in. That is the best way. You can't just simply force yourself, convince your mind, this is the only way. There's no other way. Then you will love to be humble, surrender yourself. 
Now, another angle is in surrendering you are immediately freed from all your botherations. Often we see, oh, I am this, I can do it. The entire responsibility is on my shoulder. Hmm? I will have to do it. And then, how am I going to do? Huh? All kinds of these anxieties, worries and huh? all these torments you. But when you say, no, I don't know. I just placed everything on his shoulder. He will take care of it. His will be done. Simply let me do what he says. Then, how light you feel. Saint Ramakrishna once gave a small analogy, a parable like. Once uh, a father took a child to a carnival. It's a big rush, lot of gathering. And uh, the father said, Come on, child, I'll just carry you on my shoulder so that you can see everything and then you won't get lost. Child said, No, Daddy. I'm big. I want to walk around. I'll do it. No, child, you might get lost in the crowd. Okay, I'll hold your hand. So why not I hold your hand? No, not neither. I can hold your hand. So the child was on the ground holding father's hand and walking around. But within a few minutes somehow the crowd crushed so much and he was holding the hand himself, trusting his own strength. Somehow it got snapped and that's the end. After a half hour the loudspeakers were calling, Mr. John wanted, his child is crying in the police custody. <laughs> So John went there to the last and found section <laughs> and he found the last child. He doesn't even need to tell the child, come on, come on to my shoulder. Papa, please don't leave me anymore. No, you just hold me, put me wherever you want. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> huh? I had enough, please. <laughs> What a great truth we learn from that. If you still like, sit on the shoulder and hold his head well. He is holding your feet, but still no harm. You can also feel that I am also holding, taking care of myself. Yeah, that's he is ready to carry all our burdens. He is ready to carry all our burdens. We don't need to be doing all these nonsense. Just leave it. Let him do what he wants. You just be his instrument. Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. 
We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.